Coming to you from the world-renowned Magnum Building on beautiful Payne Avenue in the heart of Cleveland, Ohio, it's the entrepreneur himself, Dan Hansen, bringing you the Great Lakes Geek Show. Bill Gates is famous for taking regular short reading vacations where he immerses himself in books, magazines, and papers, and he makes a point not to read about software. He looks for areas outside his expertise because that's where he can learn the most. And I'll tell you, it's not easy. When my Scientific American comes in the mail, it's very tempting to jump right to the mathematical games and skip over the difficult articles in biology or chemistry or other disciplines I am lacking in. When I do force myself to read one of those articles, I usually get lost and realize I am in way over my head. But every once in a while it pays off, and I learn something that applies to my own business, interests, or life. Sometimes we get so focused on our particular discipline that we get a bad case of tunnel vision and miss out on a lot of good stuff. In this episode of the Great Lakes Geek Show, we will be speaking with someone who's not an IT guy, or in biotech, or even nanotech. He's an award-winning author. So grab yourself a kibasi sandwich and a Stroh's, you'll soon hear why, and see what you learn from and about Les Roberts. As always, thanks to the sponsors of the Great Lakes Geek Show, including Aztec Technology and Han Lozier LLP. If you had to name a famous Cleveland detective, maybe you'd think a few moments and come up with a close approximation. Someone like Elliot Ness, or even former police chief Richard Hongisto, or Sheriff Gerald T. McFall. But if you were one of the many fans of author Les Roberts, you would instantly exclaim, Mylon Yakovich. Mylon Yakovich is the main character in over a dozen books by Cleveland Heights author Les Roberts. Mylon was a KSU football star, a Vietnam vet, an ex-Cleveland cop, and finally a private eye. He and the books just ooze Cleveland. Les, you've lived all over the world and landed and stayed in Cleveland. How did you first come here and why did you stay? Well, I came here in 1987 to... Uh create and get on its feet the uh, cash explosion show for the Ohio Lottery. And when I came here, I figured, uh, I didn't know anything about Cleveland. All I knew about Cleveland was Jim Brown, Bob Feller, and the river burning. And when I came here, I absolutely, I was here for a couple of months, several months, and I absolutely fell in love with the place. And I went back to Los Angeles, where I lived, and I started writing the, the Milan books. And three years later, uh, I was missing Cleveland so much that I, I moved back here, and I was 15 years ago, so I'm here to stay. That, that's great. You know, you used to be a writer for many TV shows, uh, The Man from U.N.C.L.E., The Lucy Show, Andy Griffith, and so on. Producer of Hollywood Squares and several other uh, game shows. So, yeah, I, I worked a, a lot in television. You had that classic cast of Hollywood Squares, you know, Paul Lynn and Charlie Weaver and Wally Cox. What was it like being the, the writer and having those guys deliver the lines? Well, uh, they were all good friends. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Charlie Weaver, whose real name is Cliff Arquette, uh, used to come over to my house every Sunday morning for, uh, for breakfast. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we, we were good friends. But uh, their delivery was fantastic, especially Paul Lynn. I can only think of one other uh, funny person in history, and that's George Burns, who had the amazing timing talent of Paul Lind. So it was, it was a lot of fun. It was very exciting. You know, a lot of our listeners to the show are entrepreneurs, or at least interested in starting their own ventures. 
and you knew you wanted to be a writer from an early age. In a very real sense, being a writer is entrepreneurial. Very much so, because uh, especially now, uh, just writing the darn thing is not enough. (laughs) You have to go out and hustle it and promote it and go out and do uh, book signings and television appearances and radio appearances and you know, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, part of me wants to say, just let me sit home and write, don't bother me. But then nobody would read my books because they, they wouldn't, uh, you know, they wouldn't promote them. So uh, I think you have to be an entrepreneur and you have to think of uh, just how you go about marketing something like anything else. Is there any advice you would give when they get the equivalent of a writer's block in their business? So we have to know, is there a real Mylan Yakovic this is based on, and are you Mylan? I am not Mylan. Uh, I'm uh, older than he is. I never played football. I don't weigh 240 pounds. I, I'm not losing my hair. I don't smoke, all that sort of stuff. Uh, part of Mylan is me, but uh, part of all the other characters are me, too, including the bad guys and the women and the cops and everybody. I mean, I, I think... Any writer who, who writes seriously takes from himself uh, a, a part of his experiences and, of course, changes them around so people don't get upset with him. <laughs> One of the great things for Northeast Ohio readers is the, the liberal mention of Cleveland streets and landmarks and institutions, and, and some are real, you know, the, the Plain Dealer or the police station here on beautiful Payne Avenue, all of that, right. but others like Vooks or, or Lake Erie Shores, that fictional Lake County suburb, are, are maybe approximations. How do you decide when to use a real place or name and when an approximation? I always use a real name unless I know somebody's going to be uh, offended by it. For instance, uh, you were talking about Lake Erie Shores, which is a town in which I set, uh, set the uh, novel The Lake Effect. Uh, it's in Lake County. It's uh, a small town compared to Cleveland. Uh, I was saying very bad things about the uh, the politics in in that city and, and the mayor and the uh, 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 you know the, the whole social issue. And I didn't want to malign any city in Lake County uh, because first of all I don't know them very well, and, and what I do know of them, I like them very much. So I made up a, a, a town. And uh, as far as restaurants and things, I always use the right ones unless there's a reason uh, that I can't. Uh, for instance, uh, in uh, three of the books, I made up uh, a, a restaurant called um, the White Magnolia. I forgot, I forgot that. From, I made up a restaurant called the White Magnolia. And uh, somebody said to me, well, why didn't you mention Johnny's? instead because you go to Johnny's all the time and I said because Mylon Yakovich is not having an affair with Johnny's daughter like he is with the daughter of the owner of the White Magnolia so you know I, I make things up when I uh, 
I don't want anybody feeling awkward. Well, that makes sense. And there are some pretty nasty characters in there, Al Drago and you know some of the uh, organized crime figures and all, so that probably makes a lot of sense. Everybody, uh, every character that I create in the book is based in some way or other on somebody that I know, somebody that I've met, somebody that I've seen on the street. Otherwise, I'd be writing about Martians. Uh, the Al Drago character, who appeared in two of the books, was not a nice man at all. He was a, a corrupt cop. Uh, I know a lot of great cops. I don't know any corrupt ones personally. Uh, but I saw a guy on the street that looked like Al Drago, so that's that's who he became. And I think some of the fun of the reading is, when I was reading it, I I'd see some of these names and descriptions and and think I knew who that person was, like an Ed Stahl at the PD or, or your friend Marco and all, but or Mylan's friend Marco. It's confusing, but I guess that's just things you've picked up and combined. That's right. If you know, as a fan, I think there should be a movie or TV series on the the Mylan character. Do you, who would you envision as playing that role? Well, for a long time, I used to say uh, Brian Dennehy twenty five years ago. No, yeah. Uh, but now there is an actor, and he's not a big star, but he's a terrific actor. Uh, his name is Michael Madsen, and uh, he was in uh, Reservoir Dogs. He played a, a killer, and he, he was in uh, Sin City, and he's been in a lot of movies. And I think he is perfectly physically uh, attuned to the Milan Yakovich character. So if I were going to make a movie and I didn't care about a big star, uh, Michael Madsen would be my choice. But the fact of the matter is that Milan Yakovich doesn't look like anybody who's an actor. He looks like Milan Yakovich in my head. Right, right. That's very true. He doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> You've been doing a show called Greenlight Reviews. It's available as a podcast now. Tell us about that. Well, uh, we used to do a radio show called uh, uh, Supper and the Silver Screen, where uh, Ann Elder and myself, and Ann is a friend of 35, 36 years uh, duration. Uh, she was a uh, an actress and a comedy writer back in Hollywood. And, of course, I was a writer-producer. Uh, and uh, she's from here. She moved back here eight or nine years ago. And uh, we sit and we review uh, movies, uh, and uh, we don't uh, compare what <laughs> what we're going to say ahead of time, so that sometimes uh, she'll hate something that I like, or vice versa. And it's always fun to argue, and uh, she is very funny, so it's it's just a ball of working with her. Uh, we we assign the movie a red light, a green light, or a yellow light. If it's a green light, that means go. Go see the movie. Uh, yellow light means caution. You may like this, you may not. It's got a few problems. The red light is stop. Don't go see this movie. I came up with that about the Pink Panther just this week. Really? <laughs> the new one. Oh, that's not good for Steve Martin. No. I like Steve Martin. I think he's wonderful, but not in this picture. Wow. Obviously, because of the Milan Yakovich stories, you're huge in Cleveland. There's a Milan Yakovich day, and Lolly the Trolley's going to have a, a bus tour of some of the Milan's uh, hangouts. And you have an autobiography coming out this month. That maybe that'll touch on some of the things besides Milan. Uh, well, it's it's all about me, actually. <laughs> uh, everything that I write about Milan, I put in the, in the novels. Uh, it's called We'll Always Have Cleveland. And it really is about me and, and the 15 years that I've spent here and how Cleveland has affected me, changed me, changed my writing. Uh, and it's coming out uh, the end of 
Okay, we'll be looking for that. You know, for listeners here, I'd recommend you pick up uh, the first nine books in the Milan Yakovich series are now available in paperback. And by the way, the next four will also be available in March. Oh, great. Pick them up in order. The first one is titled Pepper Pike. Read that and go through them one after another. You'll you'll enjoy it. Let me just, the ultimate test, I guess, is you say you're not really Mylan, but uh, do you ever sit down with a kielbasa sandwich, wash down with the Stroh's? Uh, I sit down with a kielbasa sandwich a lot. A uh, Stroh's beer, no. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> I prefer much fancier, uh, uh, you know, practically brewed beers and things. I, Stroh's is not my favorite. But I picked that because I was told by uh, a Slovenian man here in Cleveland that that's what most Slovenians drank at the time, Stroh's beer. Stroh's no glass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if there was a real Vuk's tavern, and I know there's a lot very similar to it, they would be drinking Stroh's at the bar. Well, today we've been speaking with award-winning author Les Roberts. Be sure and follow the links in the site to learn more about Les and his books and his upcoming autobiography. Thanks, Les. Thank you very much, Dan. Appreciate it. You've been listening to The Great Lakes Geek Show. Come back soon at www.greatlakesgeek.com.